Hello, and welcome back to another episode of 26 and Under, your anime podcast review podcast where we talk about an anime with 26 <laughs> episodes or under. <laughs> Joined today is me, the host, Robert. I do this every time. Something. And, it's and, something. And, and also joined with me are my co-hosts. Henry's here. Hi, I'm Rob. <laughs> I'm Matt. Excellent. We did it. We got through the intro. We got through the intro. Easy. Uh, <sighs> through brute force. <laughs> and t- today's anime that we're talking about is called Ixian Saga DT. Uh, D- DT noises intensify. DT noises <laughs> intensify. Uh, so, pretty much going into first impressions. Henry, how'd you feel? Uh, this is not my kind of show. Uh, every time I thought this show couldn't get more ridiculous, it doubled itself. <laughs> this show is 25 episodes, and the amount of times I couldn't believe what was happening is more than I can count on two hands. Yeah. That's what toes are for. I feel that. I don't even know if my toes can handle it. I know, they probably can't. No, this show was uh, ridiculous and silly, but the characters were enjoyable. Good to hear. Rob, what about you? My initial impressions were not great, actually. Uh, I imagine part of it's just lost in the fact that I'm not as used to watching a dubbed, or not dubbed, subbed anime. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm not as used to the delivery for a subbed comedy. Uh, However... Unlike Henry, it is the exact right amount of ridiculous for me. <laughs> like, the show very much grew on me about a third of the way through. It really started to just click everything on the right points. Excellent. Matt, how'd you feel? Rob, you know me too well. I know you too well. <laughs> <laughs> this, this anime had me laughing from episode one all the way to episode 25. I I was like I looked at a character and went I know your shtick and then I was paid off every time with more <laughs> jokes about this character and then the game and then the show decided to triple down on jokes about this character and then quadruple <laughs> Yeah, every time you thought the show was would had reached its peak, it managed to pull out a ladder twice as large. <laughs> Yep, that's the best thing about it. Uh, so my first my first impressions into it, uh, I didn't have any because I've already seen this before. It's one of my favorite shows. I watched it back in 2013. My brother showed me it, uh, and then it had me in stitches the whole time. So rewatching it was a breath of fresh air because I hadn't laughed that long in a very long time. Uh, the show, the characters in the show are fantastic the the pacing is okay for a 25 episode because it kind of feels a lot like uh what was the name of that one senki the one that was like the short oh. three minute episodes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it felt kind of like that just longer episodes um so i felt really good about it and i was happy i picked it i figured it would be a good payoff for all of us uh so let's see so getting into the characters correct yes uh let us start off with our main character Cone, uh, or as a lot of people refer to him as, mostly just the the other people, DT. Uh, how did you feel about him, Rob? Uh, Cone is a bit of an ass, <laughs> and kind of like by the end of the series, he's exactly what I expected out of his character. Like, not much in the way of develop character development. Not my like. He he did he did do, he did follow through what he said he would do in the very first episode. Mm-hmm. He followed through to the end. Uh, and was annoying and a piece of shit the entire time and was glorious. Yeah, I agree. Henry, how did you feel about our main protagonist, Cone? Uh, I appreciate that he's, they, he really stuck to his character, uh, but... Uh, I don't know what else to say about 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 DT. Are are forced to be hero that can't do anything right. I mean, what do you mean he did everything right? He did nothing right. <laughs> he saved the world. He did. Matt, what about you? What do you think of our uh, fearless leader Cone? You mean the incel? The incel, <laughs> the very same. <laughs> uh, I enjoy the fact that he doesn't get to get away with any of his shittiness. 
everything he ever does that is super shitty and you're like you, this this isn't a cool thing for him to do he immediately like the second it comes out of his mouth gets like shot down by somebody else in the in the group or it, it, or if he doesn't get immediately shot down he gets the most like bi- he gets the biggest punch back from karma ever and it's always a great thing to watch i agree i agree yeah cone cone is like an easily relatable character to specifically because of the stuff that we're all into like video games shows like it it's really easy to see like he is the stereotypical otaku but like he plays to it and he doesn't let up on it so every everything he makes a reference to and also this is an isekai so it's even funnier because it's kind of on the same tier as like uh what is it um McDonald's one, uh, part timer. Devil's a part timer, oh. but it's just the reverse, where it's like they're from a different world into the real world. He's mm-hmm. from the real world into a different world, into a into different, different world. world, and he's trying to put his ideals in that new world, and things just get turned upside down. Like the same superstitions are completely backwards, uh-huh. but touching dog shit is something you shouldn't do in their world because it's bad. I mean, it's something and then wiping you it onto the ground but... is even worse. Before a battle, oh, yeah. specifically. Before a battle, if <laughs> yeah, you. It's, it's, it was it was bad luck because he touched it before a battle. Yeah, and then it was even more bad luck when he ripe, wiped it on the ground. Oh, but uh, I like I like him. And also, so also it proves it goes to show why the the hammer is the best weapon of Monster Hunter ever. And I will go to the grave <laughs> fighting it. <laughs> so this is why you approve, prefer the hammer. I mean, I actually didn't even know much about Monster Hunter when I first watched the show, um, or like a lot about it. I wasn't invested in it, but now that I've played it a lot, good choice with Hammer. So moving on to the next character, then let's talk about Mariandel. Yeah, that seems like the best next mm-hmm. character pick. All right, let's go ahead and talk about Mariandel. Rob, how'd you feel about her? She is great. Uh, I. Early on, uh, when Matt and I had gotten through the first third of the show, uh, I had that—that that was before I started to really get into it. I like I had a lot of problems with the fact that they kept bringing up the fact that she is transgender, and it was—it made me—it made me very worried that this was going to be a very transphobic setting. And then the beach episode happened, and I'm like. Okay, our main character is just a piece of shit. Yep. I can deal with this. Merendiel is great. That. Yeah, no, because it, it was a different time in 2013, so that's completely understandable. Yeah. Or well, I guess that show came out in 2012. I it think? was. It was 2012. Well, yeah, 2012. Yeah. It was a. Uh, it was yeah, just it, a different time period, so like things like that weren't. And that, that's why I was worried about it, and then the show completely proved me wrong i'm like oh okay yeah, it's super fine in the world. no like, one cares about this cares. henry what'd you think she is the shining light in this entire show <laughs> rob uh i loved all her jokes i loved her serious humor i loved uh the way they could play on on her uh specifically uh the karaoke episode <laughs> <laughs> Where she gets to duet with herself. Yeah. Uh, but no, I appreciated her character a lot. It, uh, her character got me through a lot of the harder episodes to watch. Matt, what do you uh, Her character is very impressive for the time that it came out in. Because, uh, like, it, like, in Japanese cult, like, Japanese itself has had a hard time dealing with transgender and or like lgbt in general mm-hmm. um and to see a character that is at least done to a point that i feel is a res- like enough that could be respected it's not like the character is grossly like terror like it's she, she's not a stereotype yeah. she's not grossly mischaractered she's not treated poorly for being trans for, yeah uh she they they do play with that a little bit but most of those jokes work and don't they're never punching down at her yeah Yeah. she's the one making the jokes it is uh it is probably i would say the second best 
uh, trans I've like treatment of a trans character I've seen in an anime. Um, we'll we'll eventually get to that first the, to my number one, which I know Henry's watched. I'm drawing a big blank. We'll we'll, we'll talk later about it. Talk later. But Absolutely. but like that like she is uh, Mariandel is definitely done very well, and it and made the series like ev- like all the characters whenever they did their ongoing <laughs> joke just I I <laughs> she's it got me supposed to be a reference to Robin Hood. Uh, no. Okay. No, she's not a reference to Robin Hood. She's um, a maid, Marion. Yeah. No, it's it was just I think it was just a thing of the time because it's supposed to be in that like setting of well, Renaissance yeah. time, but more the like, advanced. Um, the actual background of this anime is Capcom had a MMO called Ixian Saga that uh it wanted to ma- it it uh wanted to make an anime of so it contracted <laughs> um Brainbase to make this anime yeah this of which uh, of which cap <laughs> I don't know if cap did, did, was it confirmed that cat do you know if capcom actually wrote anything or had anything to do with any of the writing in this uh, a little bit not oh a lot. okay okay not a lot because if it was just Capcom went, we want an anime for th- for our video game, here you go. And they're like, do you care what we do with it? And they're like, no. It, I've been like, Capcom, thank you for not trying anything. <laughs> thank you for not caring and letting somebody go wild. Yeah. And just to, like, all, like Mariandel, all of them have their own stereotypes to them, but then they flip the stereotypes on their head as to what people would normally be used to. Yeah. Uh, except for Cone, Cone's kind of like just out of the box. You know exactly how he's gonna act. But like, I remember the first time I watched it, and Mariandel's character, and I'm like, oh, she's fairly cute. And then it it does the reveal, and it's just like, oh, she has balls. And I'm like, hold on, Choto <laughs> Mate, one second. Uh, what do you mean? And I was dying the whole time. I was laughing. Her her character is yes, her character was very good. Um, had she just been a random female, it probably wouldn't have been as good. Just having the the extra flair to her is what yeah. really made her character. Well, it made her angry outburst a little more. Oh, 100%. Different, a little like, different. As soon as the yeah. facade breaks, she just gets <laughs> oh, yeah. voice. Every, every time she gets mad and you just hear the deep voice. <laughs> or, or the fact that she uses the deeper voice when she's talking cute to Pet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. What is um, our next guy's name? Buffman. I never remember his name. Oh, uh, Sanglane. Sanglane, yes. Uh, how do we feel about our muscle bound man who likes all things cute? <laughs> Rob. He doesn't like all things cute. He just, he specifically likes kitties. He likes, he likes the pet little kitties. My, my favorite moment with him is when Cone goes to the red light district to find him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's at the, uh, the, 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 cat, the bar. The it's the cat, cat house, cafe? the cat yeah. cafe. And it's just him drinking wine. And playing with a cute little kitten, mm. with nothing, nothing perverse, nothing sexual. Yeah. No, we're watching the episode. And Matt goes, Henry, why is there a cat cafe in the red light district? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I can't. I got nothing. Uh, so, so a cat cafe does exist. It's in Shibuya, I believe. It's not in the red light district area, so like anywhere near that. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. They, they, they exist. In yeah, no, no, I wasn't there's saying. There's cat cafes. Sure. There there's might a, be a cat cafe here in town. One, no, there is one in our city. There is? Yeah. Oh, I need to go there. Uh, <laughs> ASAP. Ace Pronto. Pronto. Now. Uh, They're no. closed now. Oh, damn it. I'm not taking you there. Okay. I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> Super allergic to cats. Um, you people and your dispositions. Uh, but Sanglane... He was pretty great throughout the t- show. I think he was. I think he's set up to be the straight man for most of the show. Like he he gets the fewest punchlines. Uh, his punchlines when he does get punchlines oh, yeah. are amazing, uh, but he does get the fewest punchlines, and he's just kind of there to, like, set things up for Cone to get pissed off. Yeah. Sense. Or he's there to to reel Cone back in if Cone's being ridiculous. Yeah. Or he's there to accidentally throw Cone mm-hmm. into a big punishment yes. that Cone is not ready for. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely plays the straight man in the trio. 100%. But but just having that adorable effect, like affinity towards anything cats, especially with a pet. 
So like the pet when it's running on his head gives him the cat ears. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially with the what was it during the when they when the Olga released the the killer guy. Oh, and then the, he the, just <laughs> kept saying meow like meow. meow. <laughs> he just gets upset. Yeah. Like, uh, can't deal with that. Matt, what did you think about Sangling? Oh, I love Sangling's character. I like uh I like the big uh giant great sword wielder. Um, and I also enjoy the fact that he had he is obsessed with kit with kitties. Like my favorite scene is actually from the blimp oh, when, <laughs> when it's like, what is he doing? And he's just playing he's, with a with an he's, invisible. He's playing, he's playing with air cat. Yeah, he's, he's playing, playing with an air cat. cat. <laughs> that that line <laughs> killed me. <laughs> oh my god, he's he's great though. Like his character is very much like. The wizened like knows most of the, like knows the entire world and is not like a like detrimental like character to the group. Like whenever Cohen has a question, it's usually he's the one that's answering, unless it's a question that nobody knows the answer to. Yeah, he does. They also do a good job of showing him as more than just the big brains. Like they've got the the funny trait of him loving cute little kittens but they've also got the fact that you know he went to engineering school yeah. like he's he's the brains of the party yeah like i I, yeah. I love having the smart fighter henry how do you feel about singling i mean i mean uh no I, I i do enjoy this character i enjoyed i think what i think i liked about most of these characters is there is an obvious side to them but they all have this weird quirky bat like underside that is actually super important to all of them and is it is well uh shown and the the soft tough guy is uh, a favorite trope of mine i agree to that yeah no sangling is like basically just our he's the guy he's the one who moves the story forward he's the one who big brains and i i just enjoy his character it's my favorite type of character um yeah no you guys pretty much said it all uh, and then we can move on to uh, our Hime, our princess, uh, es- Escalare? Escalante. Escalarte. Escalarte. Yeah. Princess Escalarte. Rob, how'd you feel about our small heroine? She's actually my favorite of the f- quartet. Uh, like, like she, she's determined. She's got the goal of you know trying to actually save the kingdoms like like she and then everything comes crumbling down because of something so simple as a nose hair yeah <laughs> like like it's she's shown as like this mostly adult character despite being eight the entire series until that one point like like she's she's got a couple of childlike quirks but nothing that's Nothing that blatantly shows that she is still a kid until nose hair. <laughs> and then the cowlicks happen. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Ar- Armaguffin is a great character that, uh, I think. I think she could have been more, like, involved in the story personally. I feel like the story mostly revolved around her three, uh,. Companions, not necessarily her, even though she was the main story plot element. But I think that's the only thing I had with our princess. Uh, I enjoy this sarcastic ass, cynical <laughs> little shit gremlin of a princess. I enjoy her a lot. She's great because she just sits there, and every time Cone is being an idiot, just actively is like. Stop being an idiot. You're being... <laughs> uh, she also is the one redeeming quality for Cone. Is, like, almost immediately he is protective of her. Yeah. yeah. He sees her as... he he he's, he's the only one who actually sees her as a little kid still. Yeah. Yeah. He's the only one that treats her still like she's her age instead of... She's an a she's an adult and has to go do this adult thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess too, going back to Cone as well, like he he didn't do the thing like what 
the protagonist of the show we watched before did, where he's like not, he didn't question anything in the world. He's just like going with it. Yeah. So like the way she acts, where she calls him on stuff like, "What's that in your world? What does that mean? What does that do?" And then he just explains it in this grandiose way, and it's like, sounds pretty sus to me. <laughs> <laughs> she just like does like she believes this shtick, but at the same time she's just like, "Okay, I believe you." Um, but I like her character. The the Ahoge episode where she has the little hair sticking up. Um, that still was my hands down my favorite episode, just because of the way um, that killer guy just was immediately <laughs> sent into baby mode. <laughs> and then at the end, when he's on the bridge and then the kids yeah. are running up and he's just this old man fishing. Fishing. <laughs> the three-haired monster. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it was amazing. I, I love her character. She's she's super fun. Uh, and, and that's why they all play well together. Yeah. Uh, do you want to touch on Pet? Uh, Pet is kind of not an entire character because he only starts being vocal once we get to about the three quarters mark ish yeah it's uh it's past the halfway point yeah where he actually starts being voiced how, how did that how did that get you guys when, when you first heard him talk were you just like he talked <laughs> i mean at this point it would well so i definitely rewound to the uh Thing. I had it, I had looked away or something, and then Cone's yelling at him because he's talking, and he talks. And I'm like, wait, wait. So, <laughs> as, as I watched a lot of this in like a big chunk, uh, it was I remembered that Cone was sent to them by the uh, mysterious lady, mm-hmm. and uh, because of that, I was I I when he started talking, I was like, of course he talks. He was sent here by the, by yeah. the lady. There had to be something about the animal. Well, also between that and him talking, we see the mysterious lady also deal with our antagonist. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about so, incognito. So there's the antagonist. You can kind of tell. Yeah, we we can talk about incognito. I mean incognito. <laughs> look, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about the story incognito or are we talking about the mo- the the yakuza crime incognito? Oh my god. Yeah. Variation story. I think that's actually my favorite episode. Oh, yeah. no, <laughs> I, I, Henry was looking the whole at, time you're just I like, could. where is variation in this episode? Like, oh no, 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 no. As soon as the as soon as the he was like in the middle of it, I was like no, they're definitely playing. Variation is definitely playing this as himself. <laughs> no, I, I love the fact that we started that, and Henry and I'm like, Variation's telling his backstory, and Henry's like, "But where's Variation?" I'm like, he's right there. He's the one, he's the one with the glasses, and he's like, "No." I'm like, "Okay, one of two things is happening by the end of this: either that man is Variation, or B." Variation's gonna come in, kill the man at the very end, and be like, "Oh, hi, I'm now part of the group." So, did you immediately make the uh, connection with Eric Pyle's name when he said his full name, Eric Pyle Dukakis, and it's E.D.? Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just the, the running gag that kept happening with him? Oh, my God. That was that was the thing that I knew would be the funniest, is just the uh, the ball gag. Yeah. And, 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 and the symbolism of penises everywhere. Oh, yeah. Did you also notice in the karaoke episode when Eric was using the remote, the remote was in the shape of yep. this? Yeah, <laughs> everything, nothing gets away from it. Yep. Um, uh, at the spas, all the the towering mountains. Yep. Yep. Were phallic everything. shaped. All uh, when you look down the red light district, it had a bunch of uh pillars that were very phallic. Yep. <laughs> Couldn't escape the imagery. No. No. No, they double down. They did double down. The last ED. <laughs> oh my god! So, so I watched the last third of the anime with Henry. Like me and him were watching it this morning, and I and he hadn't gotten to that point. I looked at Henry. I was like, or it was last night that I talked to Henry about this. I was like, Henry, my favorite ED is the third ED. the The first ED is amazing. The second ED is whatever. But that third ED is the best, and he was like, we're talking "I don't about, okay." We're talking about stand up ED, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and he was oh, like, "I don't, that. I don't believe you that there could be a better ending than this as it's playing the first, the, the first one, the first one." And I'm like, 
Look, Henry, you're just going to have to believe me. And then stand-up ED started, and he was like, I see. <laughs> I, like, I, it starts, we get to the little globe, and they start doing the dance, and I just couldn't stop laughing until the next episode started. I figured that would be a good one that we get you guys. Uh, oh my god! Talk about more about that when we get to the music okay. section. Yeah, because there's some stuff that I want to talk about. But uh, just getting into the plot itself, um, pretty much just an easy, quick summation of the plot is there is the land of uh, our no wait. What? Uh, she's not Saint Peria. Yeah, she's, she's Saint Peria. But I'm talking about the whole. I don't, don't remember. remember what the name of the world really was called, as far as I remember. But basically, uh, there is a land that uh, the world like, of Mira. Mira, that's its name. Uh, and our protagonist Cone is sent from his world while he was playing a game of Monster Hunter. Uh, gets a mysterious message from a woman named Flora. And the next thing you know, we see a war-torn battle where there's three people fighting off these weird-looking men, and then a boy falls from the sky. In his in his gaming chair. In his gaming chair. <laughs> With uh, no shoes. No shoes whatsoever. Immediately just lands on top of variation. Yeah, takes out takes out the captain that had everybody all cornered and worried. <laughs> and worried. Like, oh no, what are we gonna do? And then he's just like, oh. Oh, we run. <laughs> we run. Quick. So they run. Grab, grab the, grab, grab the, the person what saved us. <laughs> grab the person what saved us. Lasso catches the swivel Lasso. chair, pulls. Them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and basically, we slowly learn that the small princess, uh, she's on her way to go marry a man named Jaglaberk, and this will cause the kingdoms, the Jaglaberk kingdom and the Period kingdom. Uh, Jaglaberk. <laughs> Jaglaberk. The, the empire yeah. and the anti-empire. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. The, the anti, the empire and the anti-empire. <laughs> Uh, to form basically a truce with each other yep. and like just having the marriage be the thing that solidifies it. But Cohen also wants to try to find a way to get home. You know, kind of the thing you want to do when you're thrust into a different world. Yeah. Um, so then they basically just go on an adventure. Uh, a lot of hijinks ensue for... So many hijinks. Oh my god. Every episode is another hijinks. So many hijinks. One episode we're going from uh, just a, a simple jaunt through a town. The next one, Cone is a god. <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> I, I, that one was top notch. <laughs> that, I think, was the only episode where Cone never actually got bit by karma. No. Like Cone playing a god never oh, actually yeah. bit him in the ass. Like, <laughs> well, that's, it's that's delayed their plans more than once. Uh, the reason why the it almost bit him in the ass multiple times, but everybody went, "We can't let this actually happen the way that it's going to happen," which was, "Oh, all your followers now want to go to war over a holy war." And it's like, and, uh... and to be fair, <laughs> I'm fairly certain his followers did start a war. We just don't see it. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so, he, he is definitely not, like, completely... Uh, the only reason he does not actually hit any ramifications from being called a god is because the rest of his party is like, we need to get him the fuck out. <laughs> we need to go. Uh, so, pretty much, though, uh, some hijinks ensue in the town. He needs some shoes, gets those shoes. Uh, and that's when we come face to face with our anti-hero ED, Eric. Eric Sama uh, gets a swift kick to the gonads with a pointed boot and uh, <laughs> loses his first testicle. I'm afraid. <laughs> the doctor would have. I'm afraid we had to take it. <laughs> to take it. And then just the golden ball is behind him. One of them, yeah. <laughs> And he's just like, oh no! Uh, but Cone gets a cool sword out of this. Um, yeah, well, he he beat the, the enemy. He, he steals. So he loots the cool sword. <laughs> so he loots the cool sword because uh, there's these things known as uh, Hyperion, who can basically channel the energy in the world called Alma. Um, yeah. And his weapon, it was a sword, but in his hands, it turns into a hammer. That's the reason why I say hammers are the best in Monster Hunter. <laughs> it turns into a Monster Hunter hammer. It turns yeah. Yeah. Oh, straight up. <laughs> Not even just a normal hammer. Like, uh, And then, you know, what do we do with hammer other than conk the man we already destroyed one ball and just destroy the other? Yeah, we, we That was in episode two. Yeah. We get cornered by this the same anti-hero again. <laughs> Who can't? Who is off balance for some reason? <laughs> Who's off balance and cannot keep his balance for some yeah. reason? Uh, 
and, and how do we defeat him? We deliver hammer to deliver hammer the same to genital the area. Uh, but in this Golden time, ball number two. Cone ended up getting a nickname DT. Uh, at first, I didn't actually know what DT stood for, and I had to do some research about I it. I didn't know until I just read it today. Yeah, it basically just is. It, it means dote, which is just virgin in Japanese. Yep, that's really all it is. Yep. So oh, really? Why, yeah, yeah, that's, that's why, why he was so upset the whole time. I understand. Yeah, I knew. no. So, you we, could pick up what it kind of meant through yeah. The context. Yeah, because he he. Because the fight he the first fight he wins with Eric Pyle is I don't want to die a DT, kick to the nuts. Kick to the nuts. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's where Eric Sama ends up picking up the name DT. DT, that's his name forever. Is DT the acronyms like not even acronyms, just like the shorthand of everything is just oh yeah. So all the episodes are just the first. End. We'll we'll come back to this DT uh, knowledge. <laughs> When we talk about the music again. Of course, I can't wait for that. <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, but yeah, no, right. basically... Before we get any further, yes. can we address the big red flag that I have with the show? Sure. Sure. Why is the level of technology inconsistent through the entire <laughs> show? I'm glad you asked, I was, Henry. I, that, that would bother me when they got to the Capitol. Yeah. Oh no! I oh was... no! It was way more transparent before then. Oh no! No, it was obviously transparent with the tanks, but the enemy had tanks. Yes, and the technology that the hero that the hero side was using was typical medieval fair until we get to the capital. Medieval fair and gun. Yeah. Well, they didn't just have tanks; they had so, laser tanks. So here's here's my the uh, Alma tanks. Here's my thing is. I was just laughing at everything that was happening and wasn't paying attention. But when I sat next to Henry, I was like, oh, yeah. So Hen- And I was just pointing it out to Henry, making it even more fun for me. Because Henry- <laughs> I knew who was going to get Henry. Was this-, this episode, it looks like a normal medieval fantasy setting. This episode, it looks like we've mixed some modern Japanese things into it. And then we just have karaoke, an actual karaoke machine. <laughs> no, powered no. by gnomes. Powered by gnomes, just opens. Like that. lawn gnomes. We're not going to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. or, How does this work? Open up, see little men playing. <laughs> the music stopped yeah. when he did that, too. Like, the background music just stops. <laughs> and he closes the door again. <laughs> I think that was the last time he actually asked a question about how the world works. I mean, I still point out that if variations dramatization is slightly accurate, that means that the enemy nation, the 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 third enemy, the third nation or whatever, lives in literally modern day Japan. Because yeah. <laughs> because it was just modern J- like 80s era Japan, maybe. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> It was watching Yakuza and there, there were so many inconsistencies, but you're laughing too much to just really care about them. That, <laughs> that episode was so It was so good. It was, but <laughs> things they all they jumped on a boat getting you, taken you, back to the rest of the team. Okay. What the fuck did I I blinked! What happened? Did, did you anticipate that it was gonna be literally Eric was the one that hired him to kill himself? Yes. No, I did not at all. Uh, I, I got I figured out all the twists in that episode as it was going on. I'm like, this is so absurd. Okay, Eric hired him to kill him to kill them. That's variation. Okay. Okay. Like every twist in that episode was like, what is the most absurd explanation I can come up with? Alright, that's what they're doing. <laughs> but also it doesn't explain how like Leon's character suddenly becomes a masochist. Cause he just no, seems like it a doesn't. nice guy. Yeah. He's like my favorite anime is Foxes in the Rain, I think is what he said. I don't remember exactly, but then he just becomes this pseudo masochist. Oh no no no. That's no, the that's whole... a that's a different backstory. Yeah, that's <laughs> we never got <laughs> Leon's <laughs> We never got Leon's backstory. Come no, on. We never got a lot of people's backstories. No. The the important characters all got their backstory. Variation, uh Mariandel. <laughs> Gustav, 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 Gustav. <laughs> Did we really get Gustav's backstory? We know he was married and got divorced and had to pay and had to figure out alimony. Alimony. and has to pay alimony, but also can't stop going to cabaret clubs. Yeah. Oh my god, everything is just. I love how they kept, uh, like towards the end, they kept kind of hinting that maybe he wasn't actually the person he is, and then like, nah, he's the person he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's exactly just the person. Another another good episode too, but pretty much as we're progressing along, we finally get to the capital. 
and this is where we get introduced to Juggler Burke. Um, and then, you know, we have to go to Juggler Burke's domain to do the rituals for the wedding. <laughs> the airship. The airship. Oh, man. oh my God. All right. <laughs> so, so here's how I can tell how ridiculous this show was. We get to the airship episode, which is more, about halfway or more than halfway through the show. Uh, Variation sneaks onto the airship as one of the crew members and starts shooting the main cast like point blank <laughs> in the chest <laughs> and Cone dies and Matt's doing whatever in the room I was like Matt our main character died he goes yep I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> but e- each instance was something different yep. I, and I looked at him and I was like Henry this is now the second time Cone has died in the series yep. <laughs> is that the second time? yes the first time was after getting blasted in the uh, old castle. The first one was the yeah. actual midpoint of the anime yeah. was him was being the... dead. Quotation marks. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, no, the, when Cone actually shows yeah. and then, capability. And then Sanglane dies. And I was like, Sanglane dies. Matt, another, another character dead. <laughs> yep. And then each time, it's just they walk up to him and they're like, you know, there's something about you that looks familiar. Yeah. Almost... It's, it's the, the nose. nose. It's the nose, and shoots like it's not the nose. It's not the nose. <laughs> the, no, the best one was when he shot Pet. Yeah, and he goes. Yeah, no, it's not the nose. Mary no, with Mariandel and Pet, and the Mariandel's just like, "There's something about that nose." It just shoots her immediately. Like, it's not the nose, and then Pet's just like, uh, and shoots him. It's not the nose. He's like, I didn't even say it was the nose. He just shot. Me. And then Q. All right. So how did? How did uh, Cone live? Oh, it's a good thing I had all these porn mags right over my <laughs> chest. All right. How did uh, Slank Lane live? Oh, it's oh. a good thing I had this cat catalog right above my chest. Wasn't it a coin? No. He oh, no, it was the coin. Was that was right. It was one of the giant coins. <laughs> this giant oh, my God, that's set up. <laughs> Continue. Um, goes the Marindelle. Oh, it's a good thing I had this solid iron padding <laughs> for my bra. <laughs> Goes to goes to pet. Oh, it's a good thing. I had, what was I had his deputy stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I didn't know how they were going to top Marindale. Mar- oh my god. Oh yeah. And but, then they did. But pulling a deputy star under my fur. Yeah. <laughs> Just top notch. But uh, but he doesn't he, kill the princess. So. But we don't know that at first because the prince is like face down on the bed <laughs> and everyone's just yelling her name. And then she's just like, oh, I'm sleeping. But I was but. expecting instead of her sleeping for her just to go <laughs> and just like all three Calyxes, they're like trying to like wake her up. No, they, they weren't going to use that again. They were going to probably space it out a little bit. But yeah, no. Oh, my God. It was it was funny. Because like we learned a little bit more about her character when Variation's talking to her and then, you know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It still seems like Incognito doesn't want to to be the killers, but they just want to like stop the war from happening. I mean, I love his reasoning for not killing her is because it would remove her from potential suffering, because and he's, he's a, a sadist. sadist. So my uh, my favorite moments, or some of my favorite moments in this anime, are when they are narrowly dodging being discovered by Incognito in random towns. Oh man. <laughs> The first one was we got it a little bit with just dodging Eric Pyle. Oh, at the hot spring. At the hot spring. And then we get the super payoff, which is right before they make it to the capital, they are dealing with pet talking. Well, and every time they're passing, there is a section where they are near one of the members, and the me- and the member looks, and then they go. <laughs> well, specifically, it's uh, anytime they say they see Cone and the princess because. At this point, they're supposed to be dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. to and, them. and then they just go. Look, nah, couldn't no, be. couldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm imagining things. <laughs> the best one is uh, uh what's the the uh, what is the name? KT. Oh, KT. KT is just sitting there drinking wine, reading a book, and the train goes by. She sees the nope, bat. Didn't, yeah, <laughs> nope, didn't couldn't be. <laughs> Gags that they did in the show is just it's amazing, and none of them get old. Each one is. Just <laughs> uh, I think Henry has a different opinion on that. So like, the show is just crazy over the top, and it's not the kind of stuff that I like can sit down and like watch for a longer period of time, especially like a twenty-four episode for us. 
so it was it was a kind of rough to to actually get through it all but i think the show was still fine it's good to hear um but yeah no pretty pretty much my favorite is just after we do all of the wedding ritual stuff that was all stupid <laughs> the, oh my god the, the ash thing was even funny oh my god the <laughs> ash <laughs> thing was perfect <laughs> eric no. shows up and he's just like you gotta do it perfect. You no, idiots! No. This line isn't straight. How can you not see this? You do this and this. My, this. No, the the, the thing so was, no, we did that entire episode where we just see them like running through all these things, and then we get the next episode of them going, "All right, how did we try to di- screw up this one? Oh, we fucked it up. How did we try to screw, screw this, this one up? up? Oh, oh we fuck fuck it up. It. the fucking dominoes! How much money do we have?" <laughs> Hey, domino salesman, you're going to sell these dominoes to us. Uh, price is now this much. But it was like a hundred less when we were just here. Uh, just went up a In fat this conversation, two- <laughs> we're at 12. You're at 12. <laughs> and then the black market dominoes dealer. <laughs> Leave the black, this innocent black market dominoes dealer alone. All right, the person who wants the dominoes the most will pull this <laughs> man pull the, the hardest. hardest. <laughs> Oh, you just spit up one. I thought we oh, tore you in half. half. Like, no, I'm oh, so relieved. We throw up some wine, and then that's when Eric and Marianne they'll slowly figure out like, you don't have balls. You have balls. <laughs> Interesting. This will be important later. This will be important later. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Call for. I was not ready for that scene. <laughs> I was not the ready it was for. Important? Yeah. No, I was not ready for that scene to be visually showing us exactly what was happening. <laughs> I thought it was going to just flash and then be like, then they just both grab their crotch or something. No, we got the whole everything. No, we got the whole visualization. <laughs> but, uh, but no, yeah, the, the, the wedding and then Juggleberg himself just the oh whole my like, situation. Because everyone's just like, what is the princess going to have to do with this man? And it's just the puppet theater from hell. Cone is so like beside himself the entire time and just keeps flashing back to Something. whatever the hell is happening in that bedroom. Oh my god, she's just wearing the fucking reptile suit and then he's just talking to the puppet wearing the giraffe head. She was so adorable in that oh suit. Oh my god. <laughs> she was adorable in that suit. Yes. She also was fear fuming with anger and you could tell from her from her just like, no why did you beat him up what i think what went wrong yeah that was my best part yeah <laughs> she, she keeps going through oh well that's totally understandable no i was totally fine with that like, oh no well, then this happened this like, oh well yeah of course he's horrible no no no, 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 no i was like, okay with that yeah and then it was actually kind of cute like what exactly was the last thing and then right before we hear about olga's Mission. Oh no 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 no. No, we get no, that. We, we get, get told. That scene later. Oh, it's after. Yeah, it's yeah. literally the next episode start is all right. Now to do the Mission Impossible, send all the things, <laughs> switch, sw- put in this nose hair just for. The the, the Obreon have been stalking her for so long. They know her fetishes. They know her everything ticks. inside and out about her, yep. her tastes. And then they just. Plant a nose hair. Plant a nose hair in him, <laughs> and that's what messes the whole thing. Up. I, I think what I liked better is that there was t- there was two teams that had a real specific purpose, and then Team Three was just there to videotape Team One and Two. <laughs> and he's just like, like "What were you there for?" Excellent, all done. Yes. Oh God, talking about that too, it, it brings me back to the episode with uh, Eric when he was at home in his uh, his estate area, uh-huh. and then he had the duel with uh, the other guy, and then he's just like, "Come out!" And then they just each every time they just turn around and come for the next one to come out. It's a fair one-on-one duel. Yep. Except you're fighting like Sim. Except you're fighting like this giant man. chicken. I forgot about the giant chicken. <laughs> I also forgot about the giant chicken. Because no one saw it coming. So after after um, the princess like ruins the, the, the Diamir kills Alt Juggleberg. Yeah, like war war is war yeah. has been declared. Like mm-hmm. war, is war had been declared. <laughs> we basically have to figure out what we're going to do about this. And then Correct. Q mysterious woman. Q mysterious woman. Uh, we get suited up with all gear. Oh, Everybody's a Hyperion scene, now. That scene was beautiful. Everyone becomes Hyperion. It took, that's the setup. It took Eric's mind. ego. He's just like, what do you mean? No, My qualities no, were in consideration. What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's looking at everybody, I, like, all, like going like super Alma. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to turn like literally crank. everybody. He's like, oh. 
Oh, the setup for that, yeah. Oh my god, the fact that the coinage was all so friggin' massive, and then Cone figuring out that it's a friggin' toy machine, like just the capsule machine. Yeah, but you need the coin. Yeah, they're all because coins. Well, because the coins were so big. Yeah, the coins. It fit the scaled. Like that setup was so so good. I was wondering why the coins was like like they pull out the coin early on. Songlin does. They pull out one early on, and then yeah. he also blocks the bullet with it. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, why are the coinage so huge? And then it gets to that scene, and I see it, and I'm like, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't. Just, everyone's pulling their money together. So the main cast has all this extra money, and the incognito is just like, well, how much do you have? <laughs> Eric, do you have any money? <laughs> how are we going to get weapons? <laughs> and then they're just like, I don't like this one. Next one. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't like this one either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, oh, that's a duplicate. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a duplicate. And then, and then they finally have their weapons suited up, and you look, and there's like three still. Pile. There's a giant pile, but there's like throws three in the machine. And they're just like, okay, we got our weapons, and they're running away. And then Incognito's like, well, what about these? What do, you, what do you want with them? And they're just like, yeah. And they're like, finders keepers. <laughs> Grabbing like three or four pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted the princess to go Super Saiyan. Oh no, she was a Sailor Moon XP. Like, oh, oh my yeah. god, the reference for her was so good. Oh, yes. Like, every pose. But as she was trying to turn the, the cow, oh, yeah. I really yeah. wanted her with to each cow, like, just Yeah. She lifts it off the ground, is about to destroy it, and is just like... No, you oh, need money. You just need money. Like, oh, okay. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> now, see... How terrible... Oh, yeah, how simple. Yeah, when she did the uh, when she did the Sailor Moon reference, the one that got me was uh, Mariandel doing the G Gundam reference, oh, yeah. where the trans... Where the, the, the male, female, female symbol on her right hand. <laughs> I knew, I I knew like, a lot of that stuff was going to get you guys. <sighs> I didn't make that connection. Yeah, it's I'm disappointed. She in does the pose, and it does the thing where the King of Hearts should be for Domo, and I'm like, ah, oh, yes, excellent. <laughs> I can't believe I missed that one. I, I, I think I was just too excited about the Sailor. Everyone's special attacks make no sense. Yeah, <laughs> blah 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 blah. Thunder. You can't just say thunder after everything. It doesn't make it. Blah 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 blah. Thunder. I, I think the best one is Kate. This attack has no name. Thunder. <laughs> this attack has no name. Thunder. <laughs> Just because you're speaking in unison doesn't make them special. <laughs> Cone uh, is so pissed off. And then Cone just, the big, big monster is solved by Cone just yelling Because, like, I knew he was, he just turned into full mom mode and is just yelling yep. at him. Like, oh, you can't use that as an apology. He's just like, I'm very sorry. What can I do to make this up to yeah. you? We go from big monster to like, oh well, yeah, you know, you were totally right. I'm so sorry about everything wrong. that's happening. What can I do? <laughs> oh yeah, the uh, the bad guys do summon a big monster after the uh, armies are separated. Yes, August, big old monster because you know the war that was he's declared. A big, he's a big old bluebird. Is uh is quickly thrusted away when we figure out how to control old Div- old Vidya. Uh, yeah, the the magical city in the sky. The magical city, which is the just big balloon. The big balloon. <laughs> the big balloon. <laughs> was was that actually Olvidia, or was that that was no, actually Olvidia? Big okay. old. Yeah. And it was just a big old balloon. Yeah. That's why nobody could go onto it. Mm-hmm. Besides, oh besides mysterious woman. Yeah, pretty much. Misty. Uh, misty. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like the two sides are fighting. They stop because they're like, "This is a miracle. We shouldn't keep fighting." Juggler Burke's losing his mind. The Peria King is literally does not know who he is. And got, by the way, the king is fucking hilarious. Like, who are you again? I, I'm your prime minister. You know who I am. I we soiled served, myself. We served together for thirty years. I soiled, I soiled, soiled myself. myself. There are hints in that that it's all an act too. That yeah, the like king actually knows what's going on, but can't let on too much. <laughs> well, also. The best part is in the last episode, the uh, narration before the last episode starts is the king's voice actor doing the narration. Was oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> and then and then the the thing starts playing the opening for a bit, and it flashes the words like it does for the next episode thing. And it's just like we finally got him to do the narration. Why was why is it the last episode that we're getting a narration before the episode? <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, no, it was it was fantastic the whole way through, and then the ending with uh, Incognito fighting the main cast, getting that all out of the way, and then oh, realizing yeah. like, oh, why are we fighting? 
<laughs> you know, wait, you're upset because he took your balls away, and then everyone's finally realizing, like, oh, his 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 son, his son, his son. <laughs> And then everyone's just you like, have there's no, no way you can fix it. You this. have no balls. Oh, I we have, can fix it. I have <laughs> balls. Like, but you can't fix I'm ready. That. I'm ready to give them up. And then Missy's just like, oh, yeah, we can. Oh, yes, I can. Like, what? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty quick and easy. Magic. Dude. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the best one was, all right, Cone, time to go. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Why are we going to say goodbye? <laughs> we want to say goodbye to him. Oh, like, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, 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 hi. <laughs> yeah, after I was half ex- stated before that if I find a way, I'm just leaving. <laughs> I, I, I half expected him to come back and, like, be missing, like, his shirt or something because yeah, he like, had already gone uh, home and just been like, like, oh, I'm back. But no, they, they didn't do that, thank God. But it was, it was, it was a sad one. Uh, that was, that was really... It was actually weirdly touching the way he interacted with the princess. Yeah. And then the anime gets you at the very end with its last oh, joke. No, 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 no. I was like, I, I forgot that that actually happened after the credits. And it's just like, DT is now 10 years older and he has to go back to, he has to, to go hey, back Rob, to yeah. Hey, Rob. What? We have two years till the, we see if they actually were planning oh a long con. If oh my were, god, <laughs> that'd be amazing. <laughs> oh my god, if they were, I would lose their mind. Because then it's just like, they're like, hey, yeah, you know, we probably should have asked for another six months, but, uh, oh well, we'll see you next time. <laughs> yeah, because they animated all of that. They animated it all. They had somebody work on the character design for everybody in ten years into the future, showed them all off, and went... Oh yeah, but we could we couldn't do it. We just didn't have yeah. six more months. We didn't ask for six more months. We probably should have. In hindsight, we should have. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, I I realized it when I watched it. I was like, like I had to use the bathroom or something. I just sat there and went. 2022. 2022. If they are playing the longest con, I will laugh <laughs> my ass off in 2022. I, but I don't think they were gonna do that. I think Capcom just wanted to show off Ixie and Saga. They're just like, cool, we're done. What a this, I, I knew you guys would like this show, honestly. Like, at least some part. Like, I know it was kind of difficult for you to get through because of how long it was. Yeah. But, like, I figured some of the points would have you laughing pretty oh, hard. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, when Incognito is at the drinking uh, house, mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out who the Who's actual the right-hand second man is. Yeah, who the actual second-in-command is. <laughs> And they're all just idiots about it the whole time. And they're all the second in command. Yeah. Yep. Every one of them. Every one of them. <laughs> it's variation. And then how everyone else... <laughs> oh, variation. Yeah. How, how everyone else knew KT was a woman, and then Eric's just like... What? <laughs> so I asked Eric Henry... Eric, let me wash your back. back. So, <laughs> like, Eric, let me keep you Way warm. before that, Henry was referring to... KT already is a she. I was like, Henry, when did you figure it out? And he's like, oh, it was like this point. I was like, oh, it wasn't when you saw the ED and she was the only one that wasn't being shown bare-chested? No. It wasn't. <laughs> I didn't I didn't make that connection. That That's definitely when I was like, is KT supposed to be a girl? I think KT's a girl. And then they keep referring to her as a man and like, well, maybe she's just supposed, he's just supposed to be super feminine. But every action, like every part of this character screams supposed to be a woman except for the other characters interactions with them yep yeah and then it can, <laughs> the episode happens and you're and everybody's like what oh we knew except for eric except for like, eric yeah you're you're a woman flashes back to every single moment it was like i'm like yeah there, there's a lot of sus right there eric like whoa. kt real sus right now and then he just yells amelia <laughs> amelia <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, a little I, bit of a uh, little bit of that music. Yeah, well, let's get into this music. All right. All righty. So, let me tell you about this opening. Please. Me and Rob have two two different things to talk about this opening. I'm going to talk about the first thing. Okay. The English translation to the words of this song are literally the singer singing about how he wants to lose his virginity. And when and when Mariandel does her part. Where she said, where where she shows up and you hear her voice, mm-hmm. it's why not me, or how about me? <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
it's just constant yelling at the at the person watching how they are trying to lose their virginity and cannot find a way to lose their virginity. Yep. That's perfect. That is the that, edit, is... that is the openings words that are being screamed at you for the entire series. Uh, and now on to the second one. So the if you if you listen quite carefully, the first episode, it's sung by a band and then some of the members from the cast, you know, have their parts, the main characters yeah. come in and talk. Um, that is sung by Golden Bomber. Uh, Golden Bomber is a band that I have followed for a very long time. You've actually heard some of their music, Robert. Uh, we watch Kamen Rider Wizard. Oh. Life is Showtime is Golden Bomber. Oh, Life is Showtime is Golden Bomber. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't make the connection at first, and then I was like, hold on. Who sings this? And it just keeps saying Ixian Bomber. Because it's the Ixian Saga cast and then Golden Bomber. But then I eventually found Golden Bomber were the ones who sang the song. And then they also did Life is Showtime. So I yeah. was like, oh, okay, that's, that's why it cool. sounds so familiar. But as the episodes go on, Golden Bomber drops off and it's just the Ixian cast. Hmm. Was it really? It's Cone's yeah. main character singing the opening. At like maybe halfway through, it's, yeah. it's just Cone's character. It's all, it's the cor- the female's part in the chorus is the princess. And then it just... Becomes the cast, the the main four characters singing the opening, and then Eric gets the last part. Yeah, Eric, Eric, and uh, Eric and the Incognito get the ending yeah. songs, except for the uh, festival ending, which I think was happening at like a festival time, which is why they did the that, two that or three episodes sense, yeah. of a festival ending. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the festival ending was really really cute. Like I love the animation yeah. with yeah. it. Like it was but, great. The two. ED endings? Oh my god. <laughs> also, I believe I have to go double check on the the music credits for this, but every song was composed by uh, Elements Garden, which is one of my favorite uh, mu- uh, anime music com- composition groups now. They're a band, too. Yeah, they're really good. I love Element Garden as well. They do... Uh, I, I, I can't really point to you, to you two and like say stuff that they did, but like for me, I watched an an I learned of them from an anime called Symphogear, where they literally did every character's song, and there are like twenty billion songs in that. Yeah. I know Symphogear. I don't know if I've watched it, but I know of it. I, I yell at people to watch it, but it's also not in English. You yell at a lot it, of it people. It has a gacha game. It doesn't have a gacha game anymore. Aw, the gacha game's gone. Anyways, sad. Uh, the EDs are. All really good. They're all fuego. They are all fuego. Let's go, ED. <laughs> the best, but I will say, I think the most fire ED is the karaoke episode. Oh yeah, oh, that one was great. <laughs> well, yeah, because you finally get to see Eric sing <laughs> for two seconds. For and two then, seconds. Uh, excuse me, we're closing. He's like, what? And then, and Cone, then Cone. Cone gets. Cone's getting super hyped up. He has a long instrumental intro. Goes, ah, uh, excuse me, we're closing. Mm, he's great. <laughs> they, just, they just wanted to sing. Like, like he's getting so into it, too. Just <laughs> bouncing with the music and then just, ah. We're, we're closing. Oh. We oh, need to go to God. karaoke sometime. Also, I've been just. dying for it. All the all the all the music in the karaoke episode was great. Even even the music in the uh, like the music in the show itself really felt like video game music. Yeah, it's just like it happens at these times. Uh-huh. The dramatic music is dramatic. The comedy music is comedy. No, they composed it really well. Yeah. Uh, uh, animation. I mean, for its time, it was fine. It, it has really some good. really good moments. Uh, it does it it does do some recycling of animation, but it's not like terrible yeah it's not egregious and like a lot of the time you're probably you know busting your gut from laughing and you don't notice one of the inconsistencies i i didn't yeah Yeah, that's i wasn't paying too hard close attention to them because like i know it's not an automatic it's it's not an art masterpiece but yeah it's just funny yeah but between the fact that i'm laughing more often than not and the fact that uh i read really freaking slowly uh i didn't notice any problems with the animation at all um some of the fight scenes are actually really well done. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
Well, this is this the animation company that does this is pretty good at doing animation. So when they need to, when they know that they need to put uh, put on the big boy pants and do and actually put on like a good bout the reference of anim- shots. Yeah, oh, reference God, shots. Reference. Like, brain brain base is pretty smart with how they work. Like even just watching like Dorara or Bacano. Yeah. Like everything is great about the art. There's nothing that's out of place, and that's one of the nice things that I like so much about brain base. All right. So, are we ready to give this its ranking? Yeah. Alright, so I guess I'll start then. I will give this an A. Uh, I don't think it's an S. I think an S is like... it's. For me, I would almost put this at S, but at the same point, it's hard for me to put something like this in an S rank. Um, I definitely think this is a solid A. Like, I never had a moment where I was not enjoying this anime. And that is where I will stand on that. Um, I have to fit it in the like the the bottom of a B kind of thing. The reason for it is unless you are more accustomed to watching anime that is subtitles, there is a lot of visual. There's a lot of audio gags that are combined with visual gags. Yeah. yeah. So it can be kind of hard to keep track of all those gags happening at the same time. Otherwise, I think that was fantastic. Yeah, I uh, would give it a. I'm, I'm going to be putting it in an A. I, I do agree with Henry's assessment. Uh, I would love to see this get a dub and get to enjoy more of the visual gags than what I got to do. But mm-hmm. uh, I was once I got in once the show got me. Yeah, uh, I <laughs> wanted to watch through the entire like. I wanted to keep going, and it was... I would highly recommend this to just about anyone, actually. I agree with everyone's sentiments. I put it at an A myself. Uh, Henry made some good points about it. I think keeping it from an S is mostly because it's more of a Japanese-inclusive thing. You have to understand a lot more Japanese comedy to like understand some of the themes and references a lot better. Mm-hmm. And coupled with having to read as well as watching the visual gags with the audio gags... Some things can get lost mm. in the muck of things. That's yeah. why I don't think it really needs to have a dub. I think it's fine Japanese. Um, I wanted a dub for for the longest time, but then I slowly started to appreciate it more in Japanese as I learned more of the references and I could understand it more. And I'm like, sometimes comedy just needs to stay in Japan. It doesn't translate well in English. That's why I'm oh, yeah. in an A. Yeah, no, that seems reasonable. I think the main reason why this didn't get a dub is due to the uh, fact that it was funded by Capcom and Capcom may not have wanted to also license it out. Yeah. That's due, due to the ga- due to Ixian Saga not actually existing over here. Yeah. The video game it's based off of doesn't exist over here. So it's there's no real reason for Capcom to want to put out the thing that it made to advertise for that video game I'm over curious. here. I'm curious as to how much of the actual setting from were they used from the game? I would not be able to tell you as I do not. I'd have to look it up again. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like the themes and the locations and stuff were like kind of on par. The the world itself is the world of the video game, yeah. but I yeah. can't tell you much more than that. It's probably a little bit more serious, not as goofy, but like still has yeah, probably would, some goofy moments. Probably, so. yeah. All it, right. It's probably a la Fantasy Star Online-esque, in my opinion. Are we ready? Sure. I have to press so, this button for so this So this randomize. is going to be a random from last season? No, this is just a random. It's just a random oh, from okay. the list. Let's see what happens. Please be merciful, God. Uh, we got an anime called Samurai Girls. God's not merciful. <laughs> I've watched this one. I know I have. God's not merciful. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Oh, man. I might not have updated this. This might be no longer uh, usable. One of the ones that got an extra season. Season it, 10, two seasons. Does it only have two? Uh, do has two twelve episode seasons. Checking just to make sure. Uh, uh, is it available on two? Yeah, it's available on everything. Oh, One, two. Okay, the the thing that I was thinking of, there's an OVA that came out afterwards. So yes, it has two seasons and a movie and uh two yeah. movies effectively. Okay. Oh, I yeah, I do know this one. Yeah, uh. So Henry, you've probably got you've got it pulled up, and you're better at reading. Yeah, text uh, it's it's Hayaka Ryorin, right? Samurai Girls. Yeah. 
Uh, with its gorgeous landscape and prosperous people, Great Japan is the envy of all other nations, but a serious threat hovers over the country. Mysterious guardians known as Master Samurai are Great Japan's only defense. At the behest of the student council, young samurai Munikara Yagu arrives at Boyu Academic School run by Tokugawa Shogunate. Here, children of warriors are given aristocratic education required to run the country. The school is led by the student council president, Yoshihiko Tokugawa, and his sister Sen, who also happens to be uh, this main character's childhood friend. Upon arriving at the academy, Mukunira finds himself in the midst of a terrible fight. During the chaos, the sky fills with a peculiar white light, and a mysterious girl appears and suddenly kisses him. With this kiss, she awakens an unknown power that protects them. Just who is this girl? Where did she come from? He, fi- he, himself, he finds himself entangled in the fate of a country and the threat that will shake Great Japan to its core. I have seen so many videos on YouTube and clips from this show. So. Oh my god. Uh... This is on the. This is on Matt's favorite subject of let's just take the famous names of Japanese samurai and put them into a funny anime. Japanese, Japanese. every Same character. Sengoku period. Every character is a Sengoku samurai. Oh my god! And there's fan service too. Oh, there's a lot of fan service. I watched this when it was airing both seasons. So, I. This is on all. The, the streaming um or? it is a it is on it is, high dive it's and, from sentai Filmworks. yeah so oh. it's on high dive and crunchyroll most likely right. dub for you let me friend. let me just double hey. check i mean sub I didn't hold on no. i'm sorry to get your hopes up. Let, let me, why I, do you do this to me i believe it has an actual english dub does it oh boy that'd be a shock. see see matt i can appreciate it's because i don't have my phone out so i can't tell you anything uh samurai girls is on high dive only so high dive and ver- VRV. So, yeah, Verve. Um, so let me check. Yes, English. it does have an English dub. Yay! Uh, Sentai Filmworks is very much not uh, not against making all of their perverted series have English dubs. <laughs> so that means I'll be able to actually play Borderlands when watching it. Yay! All right, but yeah, it does look like there is a season two to it. Yeah, there's a season two. I, I knew that. I I thought that there was a season three. And that's where I was like, "Shit, shit! Did this get a season? Did this get an extra season that I don't remember?" I'm not seeing it. Yeah, I'm not seeing it either. So. The second season is called Samurai Bride. Yeah. <laughs> this was two thousand. That sounds promising. This was 2014, wasn't it? Two, uh, the second season is 2013. The first season is 2010. Oh, this was Robert was in high school again. Oh boy. Oh Wait, boy. what is uh, this? This was after. This was definitely right after I graduated high school. 2015 had two OVAs called yes. Samurai After. Yes, I knew I knew those. But that is uh, that is everything for 26 and under. Where do we find people? Oh uh, yeah, where do we find you, Rob? I can be found on Twitter at Bora Mortal uh, and over on Major Spoilers. You, Rob? Nowhere. You, Henry? Uh, I'm in our Twitter account. Give me one moment. <laughs> professional uh we are at and at works at works nrd and then i am at anime nrd but i still don't actually post anything i mainly just read things on twitter i need to get better interact with that. the fans i just need to interact all on twitter jenner all one of you all right i might have brought a second one d t D T D T intensity. That has been it. Opening. That has been it for twenty six and under. This has been Robert, Matt, Henry, and Rob. Signing off. Henry, do not pull that cord. I'll pull it. I'll pull it.